Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of Technology Expresso Cafe Radio. Dave and Jacqueline bring you up close and personal to the innovators, contributors, and creative minds in and around technology today. Visit their website at www.technologyexpresso.com. There you will find their broadcast with guests from all across the technology spectrum, their social media handles, and related content. So sit back with Dave and Jacqueline as they serve up Technology Expresso fast, hot, and intense. Hello, and good Sunday to everyone. Welcome. Welcome. This is Jacqueline Sanders and Dave Blackman of Technology Expresso, and we're excited for what we're calling Steam Fusion. And I have to give a shout out to uh, Javon Grant, who helped us come up with that name, made the suggestion of us putting in that fusion part. So first of all, uh, shout out to her, and thank you for all of the support that you do for Technology Expresso. And we present this week uh, on our Steam Fusion, we're talking about music and technology. And we have two great guests with us today, Keith Williams and also author Rozier, and they're going to come to us from two different perspectives. So first of all, let me just say hello, gentlemen. Hey, hey how are you? <laughs> we are doing excellent, and we're, we're going to um, jump into this very quickly. Uh, the only setup I want to do is just to let people know that thanks to some of the, the networking that we've done, um, we kind of have had that shared uh, passion and some of that was by way of BDPA uh, and the Atlanta chapter of BDPA um, first met uh, Keith Williams. And, um, and and I immediately recognized your kind of passion where it's related to both music and clearly to technology because you were often the person that was keeping the, the, the music and the atmosphere and the ambiance going at our various events. So, you know, right away when we thought about this show, I thought, I need to talk to Keith. And Keith, you, you without hesitation, said you could join us today. So, so excited about that. And then we're going to author who is on today's show, uh, has worked very closely with Josephine uh, and co-creating the Josephine uh, Fit Steam Relay Challenge um, two years in a row. And this year, specifically, it focused on music. So, Really excited about diving into how they incorporated music and us being a witness to how well the students received it and how it sparked their interest in and otherwise areas of science, technology, engineering, and math that they might not uh, have been attracted to, but the music got them there, and uh, they really had a good time this year. So we have a, a lot to talk about there. So that. I'm going to start with Keith. Keith, why don't you kind of um, tell us how, you know, throughout your, your life, your career, how did your, your passion for technology and music all come about? Well, with me, uh, the first passion started with music, and it's sort of been a long journey. Uh, but originally, uh, growing up, uh, you know, as young kids, we want to learn music, learn instruments. So actually, I started taking guitar lessons when I was about in fourth grade. And uh took those all the way up to my senior year, but also with working with my music teacher and my guitar lessons, uh, I also wanted to play in band. I know it seems sort of nerdy, but at the same time, I thought it was a great way to express yourself because I'm sort of well, growing up, I was a bit of a shy kid. So actually, I started playing trombone about middle school. And then that's when it really caught on with the music. Uh, and from there, just doing that and playing in high school, 
also had opportunities uh, growing up in Louisville, Kentucky, playing in the Louisville Youth Orchestra. I also got to participate in a jazz ensemble, too, which was called the Louisville Jazz Workshop. So always surrounding by that and actually was excelled at it. Uh, actually an all-state participant uh, for the state of Kentucky uh, my junior and senior year. And the good thing with that is actually that led to a scholarship going to college. So when I initially went to college, I was actually a music education major. Uh, I did change my major a little later on because I wanted to do something a little bit different, but still music was a passion, played through all out college as far as orchestra. And then also it was just a great way to meet people for someone that's a little bit shy uh, and uh, even continue that even after I graduated. I would say most of my relationships and network was around music because everybody I knew uh, that are even friends today were where I either met an orchestra or a band or something like that. Uh, fast forwarding to today, you know, as we get older and we have our families and we have our careers, I still wanted to stay involved with music, but just didn't have time to participate in some of the extracurricular thing as far as there are always community orchestras or church orchestras to participate with. So then that's when I made the transition to DJing, and I, I did that in about 2005. Uh, I like the idea because it's something that I can do on my own, start my own business, and one of the things that really helped with that was technology itself because now as we move forward, that is something that uh, you can do event working with event planners and different events. Usually music sets the background for that. And so it, would, it enabled me to keep up with my passion as far as music, and I've always liked different genres of music, and technology has just made it easier and easier to do something like that and actually have sort of a side career with it. So I've just really enjoyed it. Uh, and you can use music almost in any type of uh, atmosphere or any type of event, whether it's background music uh, for a social event or weddings, receptions. And then also some of the new things, and author can talk a little bit about that, is what we do with Josie Fitzsteam event, where we actually have the kids Raps a genre that's really picking up, and it also helps kids with an interest. And so we sort of use that to connect kids with technologies, with interests, and how they can move forward and still be involved with some of their passions that could eventually turn into a career, maybe not as the rapper, but behind the scenes as far as with the technology. So long story short, that's sort of my journey with music and technology. That that That's awesome. And, and again, uh, you know, that, that even enlightening me and, and David as far as some of your, your background and your past. But, yeah, it, it's something that you, you said, a, a shy kid, music kind of brought you out, uh, let you express yourself, and, and, and it's a great outlet. Um, and now you've been able to weave that in, and, and I'm looking forward to, as we kind of fill back in a few more details, uh, you know, some of the different things that you, you've used to, to build up in, in your repertoire. Absolutely. We use music ourselves at Blog Talk Radio on our Technology Espresso platform as the background for our openings, uh, voiceovers, promotions. Music is such a, a soothing tool and almost has the ability to set the tone uh, based on the progression that's used and the tone and the, and the type of music. It uh, really can uh, set the stage for whatever type of information you're trying to convey. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, uh, Keith set up a, a great segue for us to, to talk to Arthur. So, Arthur, why don't you share with us uh, in our audience, some may uh, not be as familiar with uh, Josie's Fit Steam Relay. So talk about it. How you guys, it came to evolve that you, you did this one uh, this year in 2015, I should say, uh, that was focused on music and, and what all that entails. Okay. Yeah, so last year when we uh, when we finally executed the first relay, um, we found that a lot of our activities were, they were nice and, and nicely put together, but they didn't have a, a theme or a thread between them. And um, one thing that, that Josephine and I needed to go forward was a way to continue to produce and reproduce these activities um, in a way that was going to, you know, set us up for longevity. And so we, we decided that we were going to start focusing on on particular uh, themes where engineering can be sought because um, as engineering goes, you don't have to – it's not always the, the suit and the tie and the, uh, and the sketch pad in front of you that's engineering, but it's, it's, it's a lot of things and how things relate. And we understood 
that uh, we're trying to reach a, a crowd of youth who are between the middle school and high school ages. And one thing that is a common thread amongst all people is music. Um, no matter what genre of music you listen to, almost everybody out there can relate to music. I'm, 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 I've actually never met an individual who, uh, who doesn't like any form of music in and of itself. So we decided to explore um, what it means to be musical in the different ways that uh, we receive music as listeners and as a producer. And, um, yeah, that, that was the ground for, for how we set up the relay. That is amazing and quite successful, uh, I dare say. Um, you know, one of the things for, for those, Josie Fit Steam Relay, it combines both a fitness aspect, it's kind of the balance between mind and body, and it has that intellectual aspect, and, and taking the science, technology, engineering, arts, and math, and giving them different challenges around each one of those. So they might do something physical, then they have to go over and uh, do some type of a puzzle or solve some type of problem or some type of activity. Um, and and th- it's very cool. And like I said, we'll explore even more how you tied that to the science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. So that, that was really awesome. Um, and, and I want to welcome some more of our listeners. Welcome area code 281. Welcome area code 816. Um, we've just got a, a plethora of different uh, numbers up here on the switchboard. want to welcome you to this edition of our STEM and STEAM uh, fusion series, and we're talking about how technology and music go together, how technology is changing the world of music. So welcome. To those who are on the phone, if you have a question or a comment or and your own observation, feel free to press 1. Uh, we want to hear from you. We want to hear what type of questions you might have um, and, and what type of things you'd like us to, to talk about. Um, and also to those who might be listening online as well, thank you for joining us. Uh, and you can tweet questions to us. Um, you can use the Steam Fusion hashtag. Also, uh, feel free to share out the call-in number at 714-888-7506. Absolutely, absolutely. And the hashtag is Steam Fusion, S-T-E-A-M. That stands for the Science, Technology, Engineering, Arts, and Math. And Fusion, and we're, it's spelled F-U-Z-I-O-N. So just a different variation on that, Steam Fusion. So follow that, that hashtag. So let me go back to, to Keith. So, Keith, you talked about uh, how you combined that um, – the music, your your love for music, and eventually um, now that you do a lot of work with DJ, talk to us about some of both the hardware and software that you you use and and have to have explored as a part of your hobby and how you use it. Okay, um, I think uh, some of the common uh, software that is used out there is Virtual DJ. Uh, there's another uh, software, Serato. Uh, what I use is actually called Tractor. It's another version of DJ software uh, that you load on your computer. Um, and uh, also I have a controller that goes with it. So with Tractor, I bought all that software for them. The unique thing with DJ and DJ software now and it being digital, it takes more pressure off of you and actually makes it a little easier for you to fuse songs together and how you fade them in and out. And it really turns it into a technology. So, for example, before in the past when we're using turntables, and turntables are a classic way of doing that, you really relied on your ear, uh, and you have to practice in anything that you do. But now you can visualize it with your computer. You can actually see the beats on the computer when you're looking at the beats per minute and how you fade it in and out. And it just gives you – it ends up being a real powerful tool that enables you to do a lot more with a lot less. Uh, also, from a technology standpoint, just the advancement in technology and speaker systems, where before you had to have a power amp and you usually brought in a lot of equipment, the footprint is a lot smaller. So from a business standpoint, I have a very small footprint in the speakers that I have to carry around in my equipment. 
but and yet I am ten times more effective. And so really what the technology does in those advances has really helped me in those areas. And I tell you what I really, if you really think about technology and music, just think of where we come from in the past to today. I mean, back in the day when you heard your favorite song, I know me growing up, if we're on a trip, my dad had my eight, had his 8-track tape player, that mobile that he plugged in, and if you missed your favorite song, you just wait till it came back around again. And then from that to vinyl and to CDs to now that everything's digital now, that it's really changed the industry, especially what uh, Apple has done with iTunes. And so now... As far as with what I'm doing, I don't carry around a collection of records with me or vinyl that physical carry. A lot of my a lot of my music is either on my hard drive or I have external hard drive that I take with me, so I can carry a lot more volumes and have a lot more selection. So it just really has opened it up, and also it's opened it up that you don't have to make huge sums of investment to get started. That really a laptop. And not all laptops, you have to have controllers, and there's a lot of options also in the pricing. So with the technology part, it's just really opened it up really uh, to even more people, too. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and and that is, you, you're, you're right. What we just talked about an engagement, and we were talking about uh, some music that the uh, they wanted at the event, and you said it doesn't matter. Whatever type of music, I can get access to it. I can download it. I can have it available. You know that type of thing. So again, yes, I, I can remember. I think we just saw a kid and play uh, movie. Was it? And uh, they showed where the DJ had to load up his car with boxes and boxes of the uh, albums, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> and it loaded down <laughs> exactly. the car. And he couldn't even sit in the car by the time they got them there. And, you know. <laughs> yeah, that was that was real old school. But it's, it's, it's making its way back into mainstream, you know, as a novelty right now. You know, a lot of the new uh, uh, tracks are being put back on vinyl for uh, for those collectors. And I've seen some turntables out there as yeah. well. But that's definitely old school. Yes, we, we use a lot of uh, some editing soft video, uh, audio editing software ourselves, uh, uh, quite uh, much more simpler than what uh, – uh, than than what uh, uh, the DJs out there are using, such as um, um, uh, Audacity, is what I've been using recently, and that's uh, uh, that's helped me a lot. I think Jovan she uses a, a, a software package as well. Uh, I'm going to find out what that one is. I, I kind of like uh, what she's been able to do with that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so so excellent. And again, uh, I see some of our our callers on the line. If you're interested and you want to share with us even some of the hardware or software or, or ask about uh, some and, and we'll go through our repertoire and see uh, what information we can share with you, just press 1. If you're on the call-in line and that allows us to see you in the uh, call-in queue and then we can um, check in and see if you'd like to, you know, talk on the air. But in the meantime, we, we won't harass you if you don't want to talk to us. Stay uh, on the line and, and listen. Uh, Jovan will uh, patch you in and, and ask you a few questions to see if you want to talk, and then she'll let us know, and, and we'll open up your mic. But let me continue with, with Arthur. So go ahead, expand a little bit more, Arthur, as you develop the curriculum. Now, a lot goes into developing the, the curriculum, but what were some of the types of questions and challenges, and how did you kind of weave uh, music through all of the uh, components of Steam? Like you explained before, uh Dancing Relay was brought about to try to introduce a select group of high school kids and middle school kids to the idea of engineering. Um, and a lot of times when somebody is unfamiliar or when the students don't have a true background with what engineering is and you propose that math and science is what this uh, what this, this day of activities is going to be about, sometimes you can lose your audience. You know what I mean? Uh, people get scared or they may be intimidated or they may try to relate the, the course we're in school with, uh, with what they think we're going to challenge them with on the day. So before we develop the curriculum, uh, you just have to ask yourself very, very basic and general questions, um, like how do we enjoy music? You know, uh, there was an activity that that was come up with where we actually explained um, the anatomy of the ear so that, uh, so that, you know, you have an understanding that when you are enjoying music, um, 
I mean, the music obviously leaves the speaker and enters your brain, but what else is happening in between the uh, leaving the speaker and entering your brain? That was a fun activity, but the, the one that probably had the, the most attention or the most to talk about was the, uh, the actual phonograph that we had the students build. Uh, as Keith was alluding to, you know, I guess back in yesteryear, uh, over 20 years ago, you know, a DJ going to a party would to have, which needs, uh, um, excuse me, have crates and bins and bins at the bins and probably a lot, a lot of equipment in order to be able to produce the music that he wants to generate at a party. But um, because technology has come so far, Keith can walk around with, you know, 64 megabytes worth of songs in his pocket and uh, whip it out and plug it up to whatever instrument he needs to plug it up to, you know, in order to make it sound. So, uh, so yeah, we, so what we did was we wanted to, to ask ourselves, how do we enjoy music? And then we asked ourselves, what kind of things do we use to enjoy music? You know, whether it be an ear or uh, whether it be a feeling to produce a lyric or whether it be like hands to produce a clapping sound. Um, we wanted to get everything in front of us so that, so that we could challenge the students um, in creating elements to make music. And um, yeah, I mean, after I guess after after a couple of months of asking ourselves that over and over again, we were able to come up with about you know ten ten to twenty assignments that uh you know that explain just that. That that is so cool, and um, um like you said, it's things that young people take for for granted, whether it's how their ear uh, works and and how that sound reverberates and that. On to taking them back a ways to the whole history and, and evolution. Um, sometimes you got to go back to, to go forward and, and have a, a, a new appreciation uh, for those things. And so it is such a great range. And it's that, that keyword that we're always using. It's about exposure. Um, and, and that's what sometimes you've got to trick young people. <laughs> uh, you, you get them there for one reason. Sometimes it's the pizza. Sometimes it's, you know, the DJ playing in the background because, you know, uh, Keith really kept the atmosphere uh, very energized, uh, you know, the, the music playing in the, the, the background. And it didn't help, uh, you know, it didn't hurt. I think it was, was it Beats Headphones that was uh, part of the grand prize? What was that on the, the table? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. That's the one Exactly. So having. Oh, sorry, Jack. I was gonna say, you know what else? Though, like, why you're talking about it, and it's what was funny is that when we were getting the kids to sign up for the event, you know, there were going to be different draws to the event. Um, Some of the students who were going to be uh, lyrically or artistically inclined, you know, they're going to enter the rap competition that we had set up because they may be they may have a propensity for speaking. Or they may they may be you know they're they're good at talking but they may not have a strength in actually being a producer. Um, when Keith was talking earlier, he was saying about you know he was a bit of a shy child and how music helped him come out of his his shell. Uh, for me, it was it was it was about the same. You know, I wasn't a, I wasn't a very I don't think I wouldn't call myself a talkative child growing up, but music was a it was a nice way of expression. You know, there was always a there was always a lyric out there that that said for me. What uh what I couldn't eloquently express on my own behalf. So so music was always it was always a great tool. Um, uh, during the event, um, it, it was also kind of funny to actually see and witness that how far technology has brought music. Um, you were saying that some of the students might take their listening experiences for granted nowadays. Well, like during the uh, during the activity where we had them building the phonographs. I had not thought about the idea that the the 90s and 2000s kids have never they've never really witnessed a phonograph. Um, I, I did hear David mention that there you know the phonograph is starting to make a a novel comeback. You know it's you know we're, you know as things tend to turn out, excuse me fade in and out of popularity. You know the phonograph is one of those things that people are starting to use again to I don't know demonstrate their uh, I guess their the musical bravado. So we're starting to come back around, but it was it was actually kind of funny that when we had them building the phonograph, um, there were only I think five components that we had. There was the actual turntable that we that we needed them to spin the record on. There was a sewing needle that we used to to ride the grooves of the uh, of the record players that we produced. There was a styrofoam cup 
that we were using as the amplifier. And then there was a then there was a pole that that the that the track was spin about, you know. And and even with uh, five like five components, the kids they really they really didn't have much of a clue that music could be generated from from such household products. So it was I don't know it was a bit funny to see that it also gave me the uh, the challenge to to make sure I put a little bit more in detail than explaining these assignments for future kids because. You know, until that novelty uh, fades itself all the way back in of using the turntable, there's a there's a, a couple of generations out there who don't know what that is anymore. It isn't that is, that is funny. You, you, it makes you chuckle, uh, and and that that's so amazing because you you're witnessing that learning and that uh, awareness and awakening in the the young people, and that's what we we love so much about the Josie Fitzstein relay. Challenge and, and also what BDPA does and HSCC is exposing young people. Um, so that that it, it is and, and how you describe that. So it's so much it's so much fun. And I, I'll tell you, we we joke sometimes. We look at the challenges and sometimes wonder is like even as adults could could I do that? <laughs> so the the you know it's the challenges. They they aren't simplified for just because it's, it's young people. It's really things that relatable um, that will challenge and stimulate their their mind. So that that's really exciting. Let let me um, pause here and also talk to uh, some of our audience who who's listening who dialed into our show on technology and music. I'm actually going to open up one of the uh, uh, phone lines. It's uh, they're coming calling us from two eight one. Is that Sean? Are you there? It's Sharon Simmons. Sharon, okay, there you are. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? Awesome, awesome. Great to So thank you for joining everybody. Yes. Go ahead, Jack. So go right in. No, no, no. Go right yes. in. You call in. Yes, I just wanted to. Um, to say that you guys are doing a great job. I like what you're doing. Um, it's very similar to the things that that I'm doing with the youth. And um, I think you're doing a great job with um, um, concentrating in the area of music and technology um, because, you know, we have two sides of the brain. We have the analytical side and we have the creative side. And putting those two together, I think it's a great collaboration. And like you were saying, um, introducing um, fundamental of music, um, the, the youth have not had the opportunity to see where we've come from. And I'm not that old, but, you know, I could go back during a time where there was um, – we used a 45 um, record, and um, I remember having this little, um, God, I can't even think of what they call it, but it was like a little carry-on, and you could open it, you could put a, 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 rec, a 45 record in there, and then close it, and the needle would, would touch the record, and while you're walking with it, like we would say it's a, it's a Walkman, but back in the 70s, it was just this little, like a little suitcase, but it had a record, and the needle is still on the record moving. And can you imagine that? And, you know, uh, technology has taken us from one place and is soaring us into, you know, into the future. And sometimes I, I well, let's say if I'm at a, uh, a Rockets game, I don't know if you guys are Rockets fans, but well, let's say you're at a, at a professional basketball game, and before the players come out, you hear music, and I mean the music is getting you hyped. And I'm sitting there in the crowd thinking, man, technology and sports, technology and education, technology and with music, it's just it it plays it all works together. And so I'm just calling in to kind of just give you a little bit of my excitement, and I'm glad to see that you guys are, are you know. Uh, going full steam ahead with music and technology. Well, thank wow. you so thank you much, much, Sharon. Yes, <laughs> we appreciate you so much, and, and we, we look yeah. forward to hearing more from you because I, I know you've got a lot of exciting things going on, too. We're, we're all ambassadors in this uh, steam 
uh, arena. So I look forward to hearing from you again, and always we we enjoy you you coming on and giving us all your positive energy. Absolutely, absolutely. And Shannon, we know know you are out there as well in cyberspace, uh, and feel free to share your Twitter handle here and uh, any other ways our our listening audience can listen to uh, your program. Okay, um, you can go to at Voice of Shay, or you can hashtag Voice of Shay, and you can you can okay. find me on face. You can also find me on Facebook with the same name. Um, I'm gonna go, go off the line, and I'm finished listening to the rest of the show. Enjoy the day. Okay, thank you, thank you. Excellent. All right. Excellent. Um, so you know, she she's absolutely right about you know. Music really it has an emotional thing. A lot of people, you know, are mostly tied to to music. It, it can bring up a crowd. You know, it can calm a crowd down. Sometimes when you need some some uh, downtime, you, you know, there's certain music you might listen to to bring you down. And I, I believe it was uh, Arthur who said sometimes the words of the music. Uh, say that message that you can't necessarily uh, put the words together in the same way. And, and here comes a song that says it exactly, you know, and, and it's almost reading your mind and what you're going through at the uh, at that particular time. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes even without words. Yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. And, and one thing I'd be remiss not to say this during this uh, weekend and coming up on the MLK holiday on Monday, uh, just the social aspects of it. You know, it's sort of what songs were going on at that time during doing, uh, that uh, movement. And then just in key points of your life, that song you were listening to when you were on that first date with the person that was either your future long-term uh, companion or spouse. And so just the social aspects of it and then, then even the social exposure of it. For me, the social exposure of it, being in youth orchestra in high school, I was one of a few uh, African-Americans that participated. But yet, I, you know, we sometimes put ourselves in this box saying, African-Americans, we don't do this, we don't do this. We don't go to uh, classical music concerts uh, where I got to see Pavarotti live because I was in youth orchestra. We were the opening group for him and performance. I never thought I would experience that. Also, for a lot of my travels early on in life, especially when I got to college, something as simple as being in band uh, got me to travel across the United States participating in different events. Why some people say I wouldn't do that, it was just a great exposure. She made a lot of good points, too. That was a, that, that's all really interesting, too, Keith, because when you talk about the, the the impression that music makes on people's uh, minds and moods, I, mean, I know you know that as a DJ, you know, whatever party somebody's asking you to, to be in charge of, you know, you can't play every song for every setting. You know, I was having a conversation with my friends the other day, just kind of jokingly about the fact that, you know, during the summer months, uh, that's typically when I listen to most of my, my rap music because rap, most of, for most of the time, the ones I'm listening to is high tempo, it's high energy, and it's high speed. And by the time the summer starts to uh, cycle over into the fall, you know, it gets colder. And when it gets colder, energy slows down, right? There, there isn't a lot of, there's not a lot of energy in the cold, which is why a lot of people sit still when it's cold. And, and also, but but the, but the mood of the music uh, for the for the winter time is usually slower, you know, and it's, it's slower because it's it's almost compatible with with what we're feeling. Um, uh, Sharon was really congratulatory of Josie and I for for the relay, but I also wanted to say that like it, and that I guess this whole metaphysical physiology of, of, of music, uh, there's a fitness component that we wanted to put into it as well. And we have to get with some trainers so that we can find some exercises that can explain physically what's going on with music when we're listening to it and when we're producing it. Um, I talked to Josie a lot about doing like this ropes exercise because, uh, you know, sound, as we all know, propagates in waves. And if you do, if you any of you work out, or if you know what I'm talking about, you can pick up ropes, and you can shake ropes at different speeds. And if you shake them slower, you will see that you'll get longer waves. You know, the the, the waves are they, they travel up and down the ropes a lot uh, smoother. But the more energy you put into shaking the ropes, you know, the the faster they go, the higher amplitudes they tend to have. And what the correlation is there is energy, like the energy, the energy in the the energy that's producing the waves 
and and in sound and the music, the energy that's produced in the sound wave is often a reflection of of how that music might even make you feel. So when Sharon said that she goes to a Houston Rockets game, and she comes out and, and you know the the music is getting the crowd hype, you know the the music selection is intentional and it's on purpose. Like you can't, I, w- I would doubt that those players would have as good a games as they have if they came out to a, a slower song because a slower song sets long moves, so to speak, you know. So uh, music is music is definitely all around us, and that's exactly why Josephine and I wanted to hone in on that for last year's Relay. Absolutely. That's a great point. That's a great point. You know, throughout the decades, and I'll say decades, and I know uh, Keith can uh, uh, directly uh, relate to this, uh, music has changed over the uh, decades, and the way music is put together and sounds are put together, they're called progressions. When you put together a series of sounds and you put them together and they evoke certain emotions, they they relax you, they create tension, and they come back down to a baseline and uh, um, uh, Keith being a guitar player or a still guitar player, I picked up one maybe 10 years ago now. I feel like I'm playing just as though I've, I've been playing, uh, you know, I played the first year that I picked it up. So I haven't really progressed any, but uh, Keith's been doing that quite a long time, so I know he can uh, totally uh, um, uh, relate to how progressions work and how they changed over the decades and over the years. And you hear a certain progression and it'll tie uh, specifically to a certain decade or time in your life or when that uh, that progression became mainstream and it ties directly to what's going on at the time. So we, you hear a certain progression and it'll go right back to the 60s or it'll go to the 70s or to the 80s and 90s and so forth. Absolutely. You, you know, I, I can relate to both with what you're saying, David. Also, something um, Arthur said in that, you know, because Josie Fit Theme Relay was combining the, the fitness aspect and, and also that musical aspect, um, you know, there are certain songs, like you said, that get your energy up. And it was funny. We were just walking through the mall, and I happened to hear, I think it was a Billy Joel song, and it took me back way back to back when I was taking step aerobics and I almost wanted to just start getting into my, my routine. And so it was because that music is just ingrained. And that's what I think of when I hear Billy Joel, that's the only time I listen to Billy Joel, but nonetheless, uh, that's what was playing at the, uh, at the time day after day at our uh, step aerobics class. So that, that in and of itself is, is funny and uh, just tying those two together. So, um, no, it, it's, a, it's a great conversation, and what I think also is so important about uh, this conversation we're having and also about Josie Fitzstein Relay, exposing young people, you know, they have that natural love and of, of music, and, and rap is something that a lot of them are very attracted to. We had some uh, groups that actually performed at the Relay, and they had to rap about Theme. And even with that, it turned out to be extremely entertaining. They, they uh, put their words together and uh, was very, very impressed with each one of the, the, the acts at the uh, um, e- event. And so, Arthur, I don't know if there's anything you want to say as far as when you guys thought about doing a rap bat- battle uh, at the uh, Steam Relay and how that all turned out. Well, based on the demographic that we're reaching out to, we knew that we know that their rap is the is the language of the youth that we wanted to speak with, and honestly, they really they probably didn't have to rap it, but you know, but but rap is a is a high energy is usually high energy, so we wanted to make sure that we kept the kept the energy flowing and the energy going on the relay. Uh, we Josephine and I actually got some some pretty good tracks out of it, so uh, I want to say thank you to all of the students who participated, and we actually, I'm going to take this time to issue a challenge out to anybody else who feels like they can do better, you know? <laughs> it was uh, it was one of those things where the students were like they had a lot of fun and coming together and creating the creating um, what they saw of theme in music. Um, but yeah, I won't, I won't delve into that too much more, but the, the music was great, and uh, yeah, I just want to thank anybody and everybody who participated and was able to push it out. Oh, oh, and um, don't let me forget um, my friend uh, Cameron James. Cameron James, the artist, he actually came through. Uh, Cam was the guy who 
came up with the uh, with our theme song for Josie Sears Team Relays, the rap competition this year. Uh, yeah, Cam James is doing some really good things too. So shout out to him wherever he is in cyberspace. You know, I'll send him the archive. Absolutely, you're you're absolutely right. And and people and and uh, continue to follow our show, and we'll make sure and send that message um, information out via social media so that you can follow, uh, stay tuned, uh, even if you want to participate in that challenge that Arthur put out there and submit uh, your rap if, if you think that you can do it and, and incorporate theme uh, in the theme of your rap. And uh, also just check out uh, both on YouTube. I know on our page we have some of the footage from the actual event and some of the music. So uh, check it out. And you know, you you get inspired, and for those who are out there, whether it's parents and or coaches, teachers, uh, administrators uh, within the school system, um, you, you'll really be intrigued by what they did with Josie's uh, Fit Steam Relay and how the kids reacted to it, and you can even reach out and get more information from both uh, author and or he can get you in contact with Josie and uh, find out how we can get this thing to spread. It, it's, it's phenomenal, and the, the kids' reactions to it is priceless. It, it literally is priceless. They, they really had a good time. Um, and, it, and I love, too, it was a family environment. You got the parents involved. There were some challenges, including uh, some parents, and even got them to do some, some fitness out there as well. So it, it just was um, all aspects of the, the community and the demographics uh, it just was well thought out. You could tell the uh, attention to the detail. Um, so, again, can't can't say enough about that. I know, refresh my memory, Arthur, what time of the year? Uh, I can't remember. Were we August or September? What was, what's going to be the, you, the time frame for it? You Well, Arthur, I know you're still there. Maybe you're on mute. Sorry. <laughs> um, Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes, uh, as I said, we usually get it during the first semester of the school year. Um, Josie and I, we kind of, we're trying to find that, that nice sweet spot so that we can catch the students as they transition back into the new school year because we want Josie Fifth and Relay Challenge to be an invigorating tool. You know, we're not trying to, to come in and step a, step on uh, any of the curricula or anything that teachers already have out there, but we do want to show the students that the things that they like to do um, are being represented in the materials that they're learning in school. So that's why we always make it a point to, to get this event um, sealed and and, um, and done, delivered, so to speak, within the first semester. So, the, so you know, so the kids have enough time to be inspired by what they've seen at the event. And the, the hopes of it is that they'll take that energy and finish out their semester strong. And, uh, and we just hope to make an impact, a positive impact on their lives with it. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I know that it's 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 growing and evolving, but maybe you can also share with the audience what are some of the ways that either they can uh, look back and see uh, the the previous events and or to follow you to make sure that they can stay connected. Well, right now you just email me. <laughs> I'm not a social media guy. We definitely have the Josie Fifth Team Relay uh, website under development. Um, we are on Instagram. Uh, it's at, I believe the hashtag is JFSRC. That's for Josie's 15 Relay Challenge. Um, so, yeah, if you if you have questions, comments, or ideas for, for things that you'd like to see us do, uh, it's not just going to stop at music. Uh, like I was saying, uh, I guess, in the, one of the earlier segments, we weren't just focusing on music. You know, we, we do want to expound into different themes, but obviously music, being as universal as it is, was a, was a great, uh, it was a great way to, to, to get us to to show to show what we can do in terms of our our of our attention to detail with the relay. So absolutely, that's, uh, absolutely. Okay. That, say that say that for us one more time. Oh, just hashtag JFSRC for Josie's Fish Team Relay Challenge. There you go. There you go. And I know you guys have some pictures posted out there on Facebook. And when the event, uh, I know once it gets posted, you can uh, get tickets and information through Eventbrite. So just keep your eyes and ears open. And, of course, you'll always be able to find out first here on Technology Expresso because we're always uh, uh, 
we're always on top of it and always keeping you in the know. So, uh, again, let me take my next question over back to Keith. I haven't forgot about you, Keith. Um, I wanted to ask you uh, about, now, I know that you're affiliated very much so with the Atlanta chapter of BDPA. Um, and, you know, when you walk this through as a youth, uh, you were interested in music and uh, you got very involved in, in various aspects of, of music, and then technology came later. But with BDPA and especially the HSCC program, uh, there's an opportunity, too, for parents who might see uh, the inclination in their, their uh, young person that might be interested in technology or engineering, and they, they have the opportunity to participate in BDPA and the HSCC. So if I could ask you to switch your hat for a minute and kind of talk to you, you're involved with it, while you're involved with BDPA and, and how you can, you know, speaking to parents on how it, what's available through BDPA. Uh, yes. My involvement uh, with BDPA actually started with my daughter. Uh, I have a high schooler. Uh, and as she's entering into high school when she was a rising uh, ninth grader, uh, already having those discussions about what some of the things that uh, she likes to do, and then also looking at what she does well in school, and she has a high aptitude for math and science. I uh, actually uh, had a relationship as far as with Josie. Uh, she was contracting at the company I work for, and actually I work for Georgia Power. And uh, we got into some conversation about what they were doing with that high school program. And so my goal was to get my daughter some exposure, because as kids try to figure out the next step in their life, especially with college, uh, you want them to expose them to as much as possible. And I think as a parent, uh, we can almost say everything is geared towards technology, uh, and technology is moving very quickly. So when you're talking about careers, even if you pick something that's the medical profession, the music profession, or any other type of profession out there, technology is going to play a heavy role. Also added incentive is that I've always worked for engineering firms, uh, including Georgia Power Now, which were very heavy technology-driven, especially from an engineering standpoint. So as a parent, I would tell people out there, you got to get your kids exposed to it. And the H HSCC program in BDPA was a great opportunity to get my daughter uh, exposed to uh, technology and sort of help her think through as far as what she possibly may want to do. Uh, I have a younger daughter that's middle school, and most likely once she gets in high school, I will put her in the program also because it seems like she has a higher aptitude for programming because she's actually done programming in middle school. I think the popular game, now it fails to escape, uh, escapes me right now, that the kids like to play, but there's a programming class around that. And then also when you talk about website building, and once again, this technology allows kids to express themselves because as with social media, that's really driving the technology in a lot. A lot of kids are doing these things very young and getting involved. So that was my connection with BDPA, and it just it, it snowballed into me being on the board. And then when it was, when there was opportunity, we were looking for a DJ, and I said, hey, I can do it. I DJ on the side. And uh, just a great opportunity to also to keep pushing, exploring the thing I love. Absolutely, absolutely. How how it all comes to together for the the greater good, and, and that that's awesome. And you know, I just think that it, it, it's so important. Just like we nurture young people if we find that they're athletically inclined, we nurture them if we find they might be musically inclined. The same with if they have a a interest or a spark in building things, or and, you know, I think a lot of we've heard over and over on our show when we've interviewed people that a lot of engineer or technical people, they start out breaking things, you know, taking things apart around the house. Um, and, and so it may have driven our parents crazy, but ultimately we just had that curiosity about how things work. And so you might there uh, take that as a cue to get them involved in uh, a program such as Josie's Fit Steam Relay or HSCC, which is a high school computer competition through BDPA, and again, BDPA being a national organization. Yes, and for more on that, you can visit them on the web at bdpa.org. You'll find links to the HSCC, the High School Computer Competition, the site program, as well as uh, programs and information for continuing education for adults as well. Absolutely. So, you know, uh, our, as our show, you know, we're, we're, we're winding down uh, our, our show. I want to say, again, hello and shout-outs to those who are on the phone line. 
if you have a, a burning question before the hour is up, press one, and uh, we can still squeeze in a, a, another call or a comment uh, from a listener. But I also want to take this time to say that we do plan on making this a regular series. There's a lot of pieces uh, when we talk about music and music technology. And like I said, I know we have a lot of aspiring, whether it's rap artists or um, even people to do the work in the background. There's so many different aspects of music technology. Music and technology, uh, technology impacts how you playback music, how music's recorded, how it's composed, how it's stored, the whole mixing component, the whole uh, there's musical analysis, editing, and so on and so forth. Absolutely. And for those young people, uh, there's also a career path around music. Uh, you could look up or Google musical engineering. Those aspiring DJs, you get in there and start mixing, whether it's on a turntable or whether it's on the new digital equipment, some of the uh, pro uh, programs and applications that Keith and Arthur had mentioned, those could lead to uh, a greater things in musical engineering, scoring music tracks, scoring soundtracks for um, uh, for movies. So there's a whole career path around musical engineering. So keep your, keep practicing, keep your dream alive, and get exposed uh, to all the different avenues and roads and paths that music can take you. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I, I want to even comment, you know, through uh, technology, uh, been working with and, and been exposed and uh, to the, the whole world of voiceovers. Uh, Jovan, um, I talked to who helps us out with the the, the show. Uh, she's been doing that piece of it and using different technology once again, software and hardware. She's pretty and, good at it. Too. And she's very good at it. So you're gonna hear. Uh, we're gonna play an ad for you here as we wrap up, and that's Jovan's voice over uh, music that she's selected. She used. She tell, she's telling me now she used a program called GarageBand. So, uh, again, um, using different hardware and software, it's amazing what you can do, uh, you know, in, in your, your room. I, I have a friend that's turned a coat closet into her, her sound studio. studio. <laughs> exactly. So, um, and, you know, they're, they're being able to compete with the best of them. So, uh, <laughs> uh, it, but you've got to start somewhere. In technology, that's when we talk about leveling the playing field. It lets people have access. You don't have to have a huge budget and a lot of equipment, uh, just a little drive ambition and, and doing a little bit of research. And something Keith said, which was, you know, you got to practice at anything. Technology can take you so far, but be willing to practice something that you want to be good at and, and something that you, you want to pursue. Um, but I just, again, want our audience to stay tuned because we're going to have continuing episodes. We're going to have some DJs on here. We're going to have some people uh, who do this for a living in a, a profession. And we hope to even visit some live studios and, and do some, some video uh, shows live. So just stay tuned. This is uh, definitely a, a passion of, of both of ours. David has a deep-seated you know, you were, you know, it's in your blood. You yeah. know, we talk about jazz, it's in your blood. Yeah, I was, I, I think I was born while my mom and dad was at a concert. And she went into labor while I was still in her belly. Yeah, so, <laughs> but let me, Keith, I wanted to see if you had any closing words or thoughts that you'd like to, to share about whether it's to, you know, the parents and an audience about STEAM and, 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 you know, it's so important how science, technology, and math uh, introduced the arts part into it. And, and just anything that you want to say before you go, as well as any shout-outs you have. Oh, okay. Well, first of all, um, real big on education also. And I think as, the, as a parent, the biggest thing is you've got to get your kids out there and get them to that exposure. The only limitation is the limitations that you may put on yourself. Uh, for example, one event that was just uh, formerly this past weekend at Georgia Tech was their STEM Fest, uh, and it was uh, co-hosted by the National Society of Black Engineers. But it was great. They had over 300 middle school and high schoolers out there, and those parents were just exposing uh, their kids to technology and making them think of technology in ways that they might not have 
thought of before, to sort of plant that seed and then just watch that seed grow. I think uh, for us to play a role in the workplace that we definitely need to get that exposure and start off young so that when you do go to college, you have an idea of what you want to do and what you want to pursue. Uh, like I said, I started off uh, as a music education major, but I actually graduated with a biology degree, two things that were not connected. But then if I think about it from a technology standpoint, technology is a driver in a lot of that. So as a parent, that's the biggest thing. It's just to get your kids out there. There are great organizations like BDPA that also helps out with that exposure. And then also uh, for people uh, that, that are more my age, uh, we need to stay in touch with that because technology is changing the way we do things. Even if you're a mid-career hire with a company, uh, pretty soon technology is going to impact you. I think about the first job I had, we didn't have computers at our desk. We had a computer room that all of us went and sweated in together because it didn't have air and the machines needed to be cooled, to now that it's a laptop on everybody's desk as far as iPads, iPhone, and we need to take advantage of that because it can really help us out. Absolutely. And uh, let me give another plug that Keith had alluded to, to NSBE, the National Society of Black Engineers. You could go to their website at professionals.nesbe, that's N-S-B-E dot org, and find out about that organization and all the great things that they are supporting and making happen in our community, communities nationally. Absolutely. And, and and to you, Arthur, again, thank you for being on our show in this time. And and I wanted to give you the opportunity, any parting words that you might have, and, and, and as well as any final acknowledgments that you have or shout out. Uh, yes, I do. I, all of this is rooted in education, and it's uh, it's all for for the love and to 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 give an opportunity for the next generation. Um, what Josie's Fifteen Relay does is we try to give the students who participate an opportunity to find their genius because uh, everybody has their genius and sometimes you just need to be exposed to it, like Keith is saying, in order to know what it is you're good at. Um, for your for your student, uh, Javon, uh, when you said that she did the voiceovers, it kind of got me going because I, I did a little bit of light research on uh, on the creator of Autotune. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of rappers nowadays, at least the people who I listen to, you know, a lot of them like to use Autotune to, to hear themselves but but one thing that a lot of people may not know is that a a tool like Autotune was not invented uh, to be Autotune. Uh, the creator of what we now call Autotune actually came about that um, came about that that product while uh, working on an oil derrick. He was um, he was a, he was an individual who used to search for oil. And so what is when I first heard that I thought that his technology was to to capture the change in pressure as as sound waves or as pressure travels through different mediums. Um, we didn't I didn't delve too hard into the science this time around, but as we all know, science I mean sound is produced when uh when there's a, a pressure or fluctuation through a medium. So an individual who's trying to find a, a change in pressure, if he if he can sense a change in the medium, then in this guy's case then he may have found the, the black gold that he was looking for. But but uh, as David kept alluding to, it's not always about the music. And in most cases, it hardly ever is. Because somebody who starts off in our relay, they may find themselves that they they may or may not be the lyricist that they want to be, or they may or may not be the producer or the DJ that they want to be. But if they keep graduating and they keep delving harder into the research, they'll find themselves, um, you know, in the labor and the distribution of music or, you know, and on the law side of music and the, the copyright and, and patent law and, and music in and of itself can, can broaden, broaden anybody's scope. Um, so I encourage your listeners and, and you all and, and even myself to just, you know, stay involved and to stay curious with anything that you're doing because, uh, you know, knowledge is power and, and, and knowledge is infinite. So, uh, but just stay curious out there. And and finally, I'd like to give a shout-out to my partner, Josephine Reed, who uh, recently became a mother for the first time. You know, so congratulations to Josephine. I know that she'll uh, she'll make a wonderful mom, and, uh, you know, we'll make sure we'll inundate a young journey with all the education, all the educational tools that we come up with. And also, finally, a shout-out to my mom, who's celebrating her birthday today. I'm sure she's out there listening. So uh, happy birthday, Mom. Absolutely, yes. We have to get that 
Happy birthday to mom in there, Hatton too. So awesome. Well, you guys have been a great uh, a great kickoff of this show and this series, and we'd love to have you back and continue the, the conversation as, as we uh, bring other guests on as well. And uh, I've really just enjoyed it and just looking forward to this. You guys have great pearls of wisdom. And with that, we have filled up our hour. And I just want to thank our audience. Stay tuned. And uh, as always, listen, learn, leverage, and launch. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Hello, you are listening to Technology Espresso, a podcast PR and communication service provider. We are proud of our partnerships with Diversity in Action Magazine, and this month's issue is dedicated to education and includes articles on internships, scholarships, financing the future, BDPA high school computer competition, as well as articles on women of color, and featuring an article on the Urban Arts and Technology Partnerships. You can view the latest issue online at diversityinaction.net. Like Technology Espresso, Diversity in Action wants to keep you informed and aware of tomorrow's trends today, not after the fact. So thanks for listening, and download the Technology Espresso app via Google Play Store or on iTunes, and send us your feedback. been listening to Technology Expresso Cafe Radio. Visit our website portal at www.technologyexpresso.com for a full list of broadcast archives, social media handles, and upcoming shows. Keep up with Technology Expresso while on the go by texting the word LAUNCH to 41411. That's texting the word LAUNCH Four one four one one. Thanks again, everyone, and remember: listen, learn, leverage, launch.